0: Welcome everyone. This is Dr. Mercola, helping you take control of your health. And today we are joined by Charlie Brown, who is the founder of the Consumers for Dental Choice, which interestingly stands for CDC, which is a much better organization than the one that most people think about. So uh, it's that time of year again, where we're going to talk about an update to the mercury campaign and all the awareness that charlie's helped to create not around the world not only in the u.s and we support a number of organizations and charlie's uh, organization is certainly one of them but i honestly can say uh, that he has made the most progress of any of the organizations we support and we are so close to victory in so many areas and charlie's going to expand on that but it's largely a result of charlie's persistent dedicated efforts so uh, thank you for all that effort, and uh, appreciate you joining us today, Charlie.
1: Well, Dr. Mercola, good to be here, and we've been a great team since 2010, and it's been fantastic, because without you, without Mercola.com, we could not have built this world. Uh, I'm going to call it a world juggernaut, because that's where we are now in terms of our progress.
0: Yes, indeed. So interesting. So, why well, there's so many different ways we can go, but... Uh, you know, you made a so established so much progress, and uh, now there is a uh, Chicago Declaration for mercury-free dentistry. And you're going to have to explain how the the city of Chicago got attached to this, because I don't understand why it did. And I'm uh, I'm uh, delighted because I'm a Chicago native, even though I've lived in Florida. I would lived went to uh, kindergarten. Um, through postgraduate residency training, all within the Chicago city limits. So that's pretty much a native from my perspective. And so can you talk about this Chicago Declaration for Mercury-Free Dentistry?
1: For America, yes. For America. And we decided Chicago was the right place for it. It's your city. It's the city of so many ideas have assembled. I mean, this we started with just a, you know, Very small groups on fringes of all kinds, but not today. The Sierra Club, the uh, Greenpeace, uh, Environment Working Group. Wait, wait.
0: These are all organizations that are involved with
1: this? They all endorse the uh, the, Chicago Declaration for Mercury-Free Dentistry, Healthcare Without Harm, the International Indian Treaty Council Mercury Policy Project. Uh, here's one you started. You and Steve Rice started Organic and Natural Health Association, the Learning Disabilities of America, uh, Learning Disabilities Association of America. Uh, just, just major organizations that joined with Consumers for Dental Choice to say we want amalgam for children ended now just like the European Union has done now, 2018, and we want to phase out in 2020. If there have to be time-limited exceptions after 2020, very particularized, maybe, but that we would end amalgam in 2020. We have, if you will, the big boys have signed on, and uh, the Food and Drug Administration, I know for a fact, sat up and paid attention.
0: Well, let's also celebrate the major victory that, we've, that you've already been able to facilitate, which is the removal, the absolute removal of dental amalgam in Europe which, or the European Union, which has half a billion people, half a billion. As of July 1st of this year, 2018, it is now no longer allowed or permitted. So congratulations and please expand on that victory.
1: No, absolutely, Dr. Mercola. Um, uh, the European Union, remember, that is all the major countries uh, of, of Europe formed this. Uh, the U.K. is still in. Uh, obviously, Germany, France, Italy, Poland, uh, Sweden, uh, Spain, Portugal, and so on. 28 countries, half a billion people, as you notice, much more than in this country. As of As of July 1st last... There is no amalgam allowed for children under 15, for pregnant women, and for breastfeeding women. It's a a huge start, and and two things about it. First is, it is being watched everywhere. It has been copied as far as Edo State Nigeria, uh, (laughs) a state in Nigeria said, we are doing the same thing. The Bangladesh uh, government, and Bangladesh Dental Society and Civil Society, the Vietnam Dental Society, All over the world, people are saying, we're going to do this to end it for children, so said the Chicago Declaration, so should say the FDA, and we'll get to that in this this interview. The other point is that in Europe, it's only a start. People say, why children? Well, it's the best place to start. Mm -hmm. They're the most vulnerable, the best consensus. But it's on the way. Europe is a three-year plan of, in 2018, no amalgam for the children, pregnant women, breastfeeding women. 2019, each country must have a plan to phase down further or phase out. And the country of Germany, the largest country in population in the European Union, of course, largest economy, has a plan to do that. And we hope they will finish it. In 2020, the European Union as a group will decide shall we phase out Amalgam totally for Europe? And believe me, we're going to be there. We're going to be there for three years. And when that question comes, there's only going to be one answer.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, it's just so um, satisfying to see this progress being made. And, you know, we're going to look back on this and few generations say, how could they be so ignorant to allow this well-recognized pernicious neurotoxin to be liberally applied on a regular basis into people's mouths? I mean, what were they thinking? So it's just uh, thanks to you and your support, your work and effort, we were able to uh, Ring some sense into these guys' brains and establish a, a strategy for eliminating it. So it's great progress.
1: Well, well, and let's thank the dentists of America who decided they would be mercury-free very early. We are mm-hmm. supported by dentists. We want everybody who spends their dollars, their their loonies, American, their pounds, their pesos. Only go to a mercury-free dentist because those women and those men have stood strong for mercury-free dentistry. So do many. So did I. I talked to dental school dean in the in the oldest dental school south in the sub sahara meaning in 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 Africa, in black Africa, and he, he's in Nigeria and he is resolutely against amalgam. He is moving his entire dental school to being for mercury-free dentistry. These leaders in, in Cameroon. There's a dentist uh, who who converted her entire – it's the Baptist hospital system, the Cameroon Baptist Convention, the entire delivery of the Baptist health care, which is all over the country, hospitals, clinics, and so on. All the dentists are mercury-free. She did it. She put it through. But here's the punchline. She did it in 2005 that's mm-hmm. when she brought mercury free dentistry to the baptist this is a local person from cameroon and west central africa ending amalgam for the children of cameroon who go to that hospital and those clinics uh, a dozen years ago
0: yeah that's great and when there's The mercury-free dentists in this country, I I want to to acknowledge too, because they were the pioneers who understood this early on, who were literally vilified and highly criticized and penalized to the point where their licenses were removed. And you were there early on and you helped fight the battle for these individuals to regain their license and, and uh, increase the numbers from a handful, literally a handful of dentists in the entire United States who are now putting in mercury to now 50%. So you, you are a large reason why, uh, what catalyzed that increase. So.
1: Not oh, good. absolutely. Uh, th- 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 thank you for the compliment. But absolutely, people look back and say, that's impossible, inconceivable. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> dentists were told, do not talk about the mercury. And they had their licenses threatened, and some lost their licenses, despite the First Amendment, despite the freedom of speech in America. So we went in and fought them. We defeated the gag rule. We freed up dentists so more and more of them not only could be mercury-free, as they were, but they could advocate mercury-free dentistry advise patients to be mercury-free, advertise mercury-free dentistry. When we started 3%, just 3% of the dentists in America were mercury-free. Now it's 50, half of them. The the pro-mercury dentists are declining. They're a dwindling number. And if the Food and Drug Administration won't step up, well, the dentists are stepping up. The consumers are stepping up. This campaign is stepping up. Basically, we are going to change this country even if the government continues to get in the way.
0: Yeah, and some might wonder, well, how could Charlie Brown, a comic book name, uh, and head of this nonprofit help these dentists regain their license. Well, you may not realize unless you've been watching our videos for a while that Charlie is an attorney. He's he is he's a he has his uh, uh, legal license, and he was also the former state's attorney for West Virginia, I believe.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: So uh, so he 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 has he the uh, capacity to help defend these these dentists. So, but on another note, why don't we slide into the update on the FDA because the United States was one of the first sign, uh, signers, I believe, for the treaty that you were able to broker through the World Health Organization. And that was a major victory. But the, even at that time, well, you know, the the, the issue, the central issue on the plate was, well, who's going to be responsible for enforcing this thing? And now we are. That was what, two or three years ago, three years ago, yes. I think.
1: Yes. Well, the U.S. ratified the treaty back in, in 2013, five years yeah. ago, but then five year years ago, ago. five Gosh. years, but a year ago, August, a year ago, this past, a year ago, 12 months ago, the, the treaty became legally binding It entered into legal force because 50 countries had ratified. So now the U.S. must do it. We salute the U.S. for being the first in the world to ratify. And many parts of it they do comply with. It's a, it's a treaty on all major sources of mercury. Of course, Dental amalgam is a major source of mercury. It's the largest use of mercury in America. So it's time for FDA to do what, I mean, for goodness sakes, the railway of India has ended amalgam. They, that's the largest employer in the world, the Indian railroad system. If you've wow. been there, you've why. I mean, it's Never just massive. That. They transport the population of Australia every day, that many people. Their, <laughs> wow. their health system is massive. They are phasing out amalgam. The Bangladesh army, the Bangladesh armed services have ended amalgam totally. <laughs> and the Pentagon says they can't afford it. I mean, give me a break. So, yeah. you know, it, it can happen. It's not a question of wealth of income. It's a question of willpower. And we see this willpower moving in places like Tanzania and Nigeria in, in, in India, in Vietnam, in Uruguay, uh, across the, across the world. And we see many, uh, So much momentum in the United States. And I say we can do this block by block by consumers saying, I'll only go to mercury-free dentists, dentists saying, I'm done with mercury, dental schools changing like NYU, or the Food and Drug Administration can step up. So it's time they stepped up. It's their turn to act. But believe me, we're not going to wait on them. We'll end run them if we have to.
0: Okay, so what's the end run look, or look like?
1: Well, the end run is the, is the major changes in consumer preferences, Dr. Mercola. Uh, you've triggered that enormously by your stories, by your education. You have the largest natural health newsletter in the world, and that means people have learned so much. You've also activated people in Europe when we needed it, here in this country. Now there's the petition campaign. And the direct message to FDA from the petition campaign that you are promoting, that we are promoting, it's on our website, toxateeth.org. And use our website to find a mercury-free dentist, too. We only put mercury-free dentists on our website. We want you to go to them there. We have listings per state, by state. Uh, But please sign the petition. It's growing. And again, the message to the Food and Drug Administration is the public demands action and quit listening to that trade group in Chicago, the Pro-Mercury American Dental Association. Start listening to the enlightened dentists. Start listening to the consumers. Start listening to all the major environmental organizations that have said enough is enough. FDA, let's get dentistry into the 21st century.
0: Okay. So there should be a link for that. Uh, for allow you to sign that petition, yes. and, and which is a pretty low level of commitment just to do that. But believe me, every little bit helps. Uh, and so take the time. It's probably only a few minutes to do that. And if we can send tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of signatures to the FDA to let them know that we are seriously concerned about this, that we do not want our children and our future generations to be impacted by this deadly neurotoxin needlessly when there's so much better safer and truthfully in many cases less expensive alternatives so uh it's time to set take step up you've done in the past you've helped and you know certainly you'll be able to contribute too if, if your resources allow you to do that to help charlie continue his mission he's been so successful at but the minimum you can do is sign their petition
1: yeah yeah, please do. And it's, it's, your, it's our, our message is it's your turn, FDA. And as Dr. McCullough said, uh, it's, it's uh, everyone's turn, too. It's everybody's opportunity to do what Dr. McCullough has done now for eight years to make sure we've had the funding to win these fights, and that is he is matching dollar for dollar what we raise here during mercury free dentistry week during mercury awareness week and it's an amazing commitment from him uh he has put in uh uh, six figures over and over to the point that it's added up to seven figures he's given over a million dollars to this cause we feel it's very effectively used but that happens because you give The consumers give, the dentists give, the other health professionals give, and Dr. Mercola is there at the end of Mercury Free Dentistry Week, at the end of Mercury Awareness Week, to match it dollar for dollar.
0: Yes, yeah. So it's a privilege to be able to do that. Uh, we have a lot of people who support us through the products that we offer and resources to help them take control of their health. And and there's obviously some profit left over. And we made the commitment a long time ago to generate, uh, to donate our goal is 20 percent of our net revenues to, to uh, projects like this that are really going to make an impact. Because you can have all the knowledge in the world and the understanding and the ability or the understanding of what it takes to be healthy. But if there are serious roadblocks uh, at the uh governmental regulatory authorities and that make it uh, really put serious impairments in your ability to implement that knowledge. So that's what we're doing. And, you know, you've made such tremendous progress in, in creating an environment for future generations that will be free from at least one of the pernicious toxins that we're exposed to. It's, and you know, we couldn't
1: do it without you, Dr. McCall. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's, it's amazing that you make that well, huge uh, commitment out of your company that Almost nobody else does and that you not only make the commitment, but that you have figured out what's the most effective use to do it. And the mm-hmm. other, not just me, I mean, my partners, people like Organic Consumers Association just do fabulous work and effective work and do it on the most effective, efficient and low budget uh, approach as possible.
0: Well, uh, you know, it's really is literally a David versus Goliath. I mean, we do not have tens of billions of dollars uh, in funds. We just don't. Uh, It would be great if we did. We could change the world even more effectively. But you know, we're the Davids and they're the Goliaths. So you've got to be really wise and strategic about how you use these limited funds to leverage them and make the best use of them. And and we've been you've been well you're a, a major, major uh example of how effective that can be and you know and it's in the not too distant future we're going to look back and say yep yeah, charlie did it and then go on to other things we want to put charlie out of business so, and get you get you active in other roles get once this mercury thing is liberated we can well
1: let me make clear it is it is a it is a single mission that's what we work on and when we finish we close up that's right our mission is to end amalgam yeah We've got incredible women and men ar- around this country and around the world that we work. It's just incredibly well educated or, or, or other educated at school or educated through life that run wonderful environmental and other nonprofit groups. I've had the opportunity to go to a number of countries across Asia, across mm-hmm. Africa, Europe, uh, in South America, and, and to be to well over half the United States states, I think uh, about 30 of them, to make sure that, w- that our, this campaign succeeds. And it's a great pleasure to work with the kind of people who mm-hmm. volunteer or commit their lives to uh, ending toxins. This is a toxin that we can end, there's no doubt about it. We put keep pedal to the metal, we're going to win.
0: Yeah, well, we are winning already, as you've described, and I just want to highlight one of the points that you've made that uh, I think escaped the attention of most people who heard it didn't appreciate it fully, and that is you said when this mission is over, you're done. That's it. I mean, you not. You won't retire, but you'll divert to another area. And th- 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 yes. what people don't understand, and I've learned as I've uh, ventured more into philanthropy, is that many of these ostensibly well-intentioned nonprofits. Their primary purpose is to persist forever. I mean, yes, they're going to seek to help the cause they're administering, but they do never want, they never want to go out of business. That's not their goal. So I would implore you to deeply dive into that aspect. If you're supporting an organization, um, because, you know, it's like a, it's like an organism, it's a living organism and, the, and it wants to survive. It doesn't, it doesn't want to die. And uh, it's the unusual one that has the mission that Charlie just expressed and is committed to that. And, and I, there is no doubt in my mind that Ch- Charlie is telling the truth, that once this is done, he'll, he'll venture into something else and find another mission. Um, yeah, so, but that's not true for most of them. And is that, I don't know if that's been your experience, but it's certainly been true for mine.
1: Well, and but a lot of them have have either either multiple missions or long-term missions or perhaps fuzzy missions too. <laughs> but but not not the ones you work with. They're very dedicated, very focused. But but the but uh, you know we have decided that is something that we you know we can end it. We can end yeah, it, and uh, we will. You know you know Garris, William Lloyd Garrison in in eighteen thirty one started his newspaper to end slavery. And he started it when people said, "How are you possibly going to end slavery? It's in the Constitution. It's, it's in half the countries." Blah blah blah. And he did it. And, and then he closed down his newspaper. The Liberator was the name. Then he closed down his newspaper because yeah. slavery was over. He'd mission accomplished. Yeah, yep. yeah. That,
0: that's that's an interesting anecdote. Yeah. And Charlie is full of those because he's a historical scholar. He reads books on this stuff like regularly. I mean, it's just amazing. you could talk to Charlie for hours and learn so much information. So aside from Mercury but uh yeah it's especially about uh, the presidents that seems to be one of your passions uh presidential history so um well let's talk about some of the international progress too because there was the uh, europe well we talked about the european union but uh, maybe you can update us more on that or this global uh, workshop in bangkok that's coming up
1: oh you know let's talk about that because in may last we uh, assembled from 21 countries governments nonprofit groups, dentists and dentist leaders, manufacturers, um, academics, to work on the issue of ending amalgam for children and women worldwide. How can we end this? How can we do what Europe's doing and do it everywhere? And we had people from all over the world. They were proportionally represented geographically. We had outstanding leaders from, as I say, dentistry and the nonprofit world, government activists, and we got some great results we have a report uh we'll try to put it on on the screen here as at at some point in your program because i think it's a it's really worth studying and the united nations paid attention they co-sponsored it i am uh, i'm the president the international arm we have and i'm its president is the world alliance for mercury free dentistry so we and un environment co-sponsored it the opening speaker was the executive director of UN Environment, the Honorable Erik Salheim, who is also, therefore, uh, uh, an undersecretary general of the United Nations. He, years ago, was the environment minister of Norway. He was the first minister in the world to ban amalgam. He's so proud of that. Now he's the top person in UN Environment. He gave our opening speech, he authorized that, Afterward, when I wrote him, he said, what, what can I do next? So we have the commitment all the way to the top of the international environmental uh, leadership from the United Nations. So, uh, yes, uh, people took home took it home. We will gather next at the Conference of the Parties in geneva in november where this is the world series this is where everybody gathers to make the decisions about the future of mercury obviously the proponents come the pro mercury lobby group comes that's the world dental federation that's the american dental association funds them Um, but we are there in force and we have an incredible team of women and men from every continent and we have a winning team. So the momentum is there in Africa and across the uh, world, Europe, obviously we see it already. We see it in, in very key Asian nations, um, that the willpower is there. We're going to build, rebuild Remember now, Dr. Mercola, because you and I, and hundreds, thousands of wonderful people have accomplished this worldwide. We're circling back. The FDA is an isolated entity now. They were just saying, "Well, this is the way we do it. This is the way the world does it. It's not the way the world does it." So this year is the circling back year to the U.S. Food and Drug Administration and to the U.S. because now we can say, if 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 in these countries that are considered poor, low income, low resource, they're ending amalgam. What is the excuse of the Food and Drug Administration, and what is the excuse of the Bureau of Prisons and the and the uh, and the Medicaid programs, and the uh, Indian Reservation, the Indian Health Service. Remember, I I want every consumer, I I not only want you to go to Mercury Free Dentist, you may not have that in your situation. You may be living on an Indian Reservation, a prisoner. You may be a soldier or sailor, airman or marine. You may be on Medicaid. Uh, Demand, insist, Do not let somebody put mercury in your child's mouth or your mouth. Insist. Say, look, I don't want that. I want the white stuff, composite, ionomers. But insist on mercury-free dentistry because there is no way you should let a dentist do that to you. And I know it's harder. If you're in a low income or in an institutional setting, such as living on an Indian reservation, but by golly, we've got teams everywhere and we're fighting. So if it's a question about it, please write me, charlie at ToxicTeeth.org, because we're here to fight for you too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for offering that support because there's certainly individuals who need that. So I'm just wondering at this upcoming event where you have representatives from the pro mercury alliance group, Primarily driven by the drug companies, or not drug companies, but industry that uh, provides the materials to persist this crazy over two hundred year old uh, habit. mistake. Yeah, the mistake. Yeah. yeah, it's you know, and that, that to me that is so interesting because it's been my observation that the longer a mistake is perpetuated, the harder it is to turn around. Literally, it's harder than turning the Titanic around because of. The historical precedents for it. So, 200 years we've been doing this, which is, I'm sure, a primary reason, aside from the industry corruption, that that it persists, because there's this uh, human. Uh, a uh, no, uh, characteristic that you, you don't want to admit that you've made a mistake. I mean, it, it's devastating psychologically, and to to uh, for a dentist who has been putting them in and and really fully comprehending the damage that he's done to his patients, and you know, could be sincerely committed to helping these individuals. It's 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 a pretty significant psychological blow, and I I, I suspect that's a a fairly uh, powerful motivation powerful motivation that limits them from making that transition
1: well we, we we give them the opening though is to say that things are different and let me give seven reasons why they're different and that's for dentists because dentists every day are switching from pro-mercury to mercury free they know that's the future they know mercury fillings are doomed we just need to doom them now and not uh, have another generation hurt but seven reasons one's the minamata convention on mercury which mandates a phase down at least by every country and we hope a phase out. Second is the European Union. We know what they've done. We've discussed that. Third is the science. The science is becoming increasingly clear. For example, the article in the University of Georgia, uh, a a journal that said that the more amalgam you have, the more mercury toxic you are. And being mercury toxic is a serious thing. Fourth, that's third science. Fourth, technology. The mercury fillings are primitive pre-Civil War technology. 21st century dentistry is absolutely Mercury free dentistry, composite cyanomers, and so on. Fifth reason is the dentist half the dentists are mercury free three percent up to 50 it's going to keep growing the pro mercury dentist is going to be looking around in his or her community and say gee uh, nobody else is doing what i'm doing i'm going to look uh, old-fashioned and believe me they are worse than old-fashioned that's that's a I shouldn't I have worse than that uh another is the consumer number six is five dentists six is consumers Consumers are demanding mercury-free dentistry increasingly. You know, the number of consumers, thanks to you, Dr. Mercola, is that the number of consumers has doubled who who are aware that amalgam is mercury. They're not silver fillings. That's a (laughs) sham by the Pro-Mercury American Dental Association. And the seventh reason is this campaign. And I hope you all that are listening to us will support it because this campaign is energizing all those forces to make sure that we bring them together and we win. So those are reasons why this historical mistake is getting corrected, but we've got to finish. We've got to reach the men and women who are in the army and in the Navy and Indian reservations in prison on Medicaid, having horrible insurance plans. We've got to reach into Mexico and Canada and beyond all over this world because we need to make sure that this is gone. And people say one point on that people should not think I'm in the clear. I don't have amalgam. Let me assure you, you are not in the clear amalgam is being uh, when we if you, if you're anywhere near a crematory that mercury's coming at you the mercury could be in the in your vegetables the mercury's in your fish the mercury is 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 in the ground from burial the mercury is everywhere from other people it goes into the community water supply so the point is we are in this together amalgam is it primarily a environmental issue. That's how we win. That's what it is, as well mm-hmm. as health, of course. And that's why we're in this together. And we all need to say we need to end this because we don't want children eating mercury infested fish, even if they don't have an amalgam filling, but the mercury's getting in the fish, they could be doomed that way.
0: Yes. Yes. It's the, as you mentioned, the primary source of mercury environmental contamination, at least in the United States.
1: United States.
0: So, uh, you know, I've always been fascinated and focused on prevention rather than conventional medicine, which in many ways is analogous to the Dutch dike boy who would put his finger in the dam to stop the league rather than going. stream to find out what was causing the extra water to come in and that's what we're doing with this process we're stopping the introduction of mercury fillings into future generations now for the vast majority of people who are watching this i suspect are currently contaminated with mercury fillings. And that doesn't mean that you have to run out and get them done, but uh, as part of your long-term process, it would probably be very wise to consider having them removed, but not just removed by anti dentist; It has to be a mercury-free dentist, because if they aren't mercury-free, then the likelihood of them understanding how to safely remove those fillings is very low so there are additional certifications and organizations that provide those certifications that uh, you could search for and that's on charlie's site toxic teeth there's no hyphen just one word toxic teeth no space.org i believe right
1: it it is it is yeah. and our world website is mercuryfreedentistry.net. Those are the two websites. But if you want to they- get to get the dentist, go to our U S website, U S Canadian website, toxicteeth.org.
0: Yeah, and you can find a list of those dentists. And you and you know the other the strategy that I always mention that people are looking for natural medical physicians or, or clinicians. Uh, healthcare practitioners is to go to the health food store, uh, go to several health food stores, yes, yes. and then ask the managers and the or the store owners if they're available, and and tell them your story and see if they have recommendations. And you'll pretty much get a pretty good consensus. It's it's sort of the old school level of social networking, but it works and they, you know, the community will vet the clinicians for you. And you could do the same thing with the dentist because even if they are certified and have training, uh, there's different levels of of skill and uh, commitment to excellence. So the, the, your community should be able to vet those for you and you should get a good recommendation.
1: That's good. Yes. That's good yeah. advice. Dr. McCullough. Yeah.
0: Well, People need help, and that's what we're here to do—helping them. You know, because so yeah. you're you're helping us achieve a, a a goal and a mission to eliminate mercury from not only you know the individuals that we're we're talking about, but essentially all the future generations—not only in the United States, but across the world. And we're making great great progress. This is not like something, you know, where it, it's I don't I just I'm not sure why you're making such great progress because historically, you know, up against just Such big odds, where the evidence is so massive that it's just starting to crumble, or they just have a weak (laughs) pro-industry support because, you know, a lot of the missions, you know, we're just not making a dent. Uh, We're creating
1: awareness. Industries pulled out of supporting it. When I I was at the Chicago, again Chicago, the major dental conference Mm -hmm. invited to come. Mm -hmm. And one of the major manufacturers said, we want to meet with you. We want to sell the mercury free alternative instead of amalgam. How can we market it? and how can we persuade dentists and i'm thinking i've been trying to persuade dentists for 20 years i don't know if i'm the one to ask but they knew about our reputation for mercury free dentistry the manufacturers in europe pulled out of supporting amalgam they make alternatives now and this mm-hmm. company's making alternatives they would prefer to sell the alternatives what's left amazingly is that so called middleman the dentist who says who who is being propped up by that really corrupt trade group, the American Dental Association, pro-mercury, who says we're going to keep amalgam. So they, the ADA is being squeezed in all directions. And I'll tell you, their defense of amalgam is not strong like it used to be. Oh, they used to just brag on amalgam. They don't brag on it anymore. They just say there ought to be a choice, but they are that <laughs> league of the, yeah, it's true. And and I mean, they really know, but, but you know, it's kind of like if, if somebody felt they lost the war rather than retreat and go home, they want to have this long-scale retreat and just lose all kinds of people. We're going to lose all kinds of people. We can't accept two-tier dentistry in America. If I get on an airplane, people say, what do you do? I mean, they used to say, that's weird. Now they say, oh, nobody uses amalgam. And I say, well, nobody uses amalgam, you and me, because, you know, we ride airplanes and we have a different, uh, we might have access to dentists at, at Suburban and so on. but but." um you know, huge numbers of people in America are still getting it. Fewer and fewer, but the idea is we've got to end it. And FDA, it's your turn. And if you don't want to take your turn at bat, well, we're just going to put put you out in the field, and we'll put somebody in the, in the bat, we'll we'll end amalgam. But but FDA could shorten the process. That's why you ought to sign the petition and stay with us here at Consumers for Dental Choice, please. Yeah.
0: Or, or alternatively, we could take the bat and start hitting the FDA with it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, grab the bat no, <laughs> no we're not we're not we're not allegorically allegorically metaphorically we got to beat them up yeah. so and we can uh, do then you can beat them with a the bat by signing that petition and not only you but your friends your relatives your neighbors who have any interest in this uh to let them know that they can be a big part of this battle that they can really have a significant influence and you can make a difference you have made a difference so thank you for your past support but your continued support will allow us to finally end this we're getting so close we're literally years away that is just shocking if you were to think of this at the beginning of the 20th century literally 18 years ago this would have been unthinkable that in 20 years we could virtually eliminate all mercury in, uh, in dentistry throughout the entire world. And we're so close to it and we just need a little more shove. And then we're going to put Charlie out of business. That's the goal. Put him out of business. Yeah. And he's, he's happy because he'll do something else <laughs> and yeah, we'll yeah, support him. Yeah. He's, yeah. and we need his, we need his work and his diligence and his just persistence. And it's just, just, it's amazing dedication. Uh, just amazing. So, uh, wherever he's at, he's going to do a good job and is really going to help humanity. Uh, without any doubt in my mind. So we like to get him out of this job into another area where services are needed because so there's a lot of other organizations who could benefit from his, from his dedication. So uh, the key thing is to sign that petition. And then also we would really, again, appreciate your support. I know we asked for quite a bit in different different. Uh, uh, awareness weeks but this is certainly uh, an important one and as Charlie mentioned I'm going to be matching the funds because I think it's it's a worthy effort and uh, boy, I think you know because we're all going to pass away at some point it's just that's the nature of the game no one lives forever and when you're on your deathbed, you're going to say I want to say listen you know you do, do not want to have any regrets that you do not want to hold back you know that you did everything you could to make the world a better place uh, and this is one way that you can do that and I'm you know, it's really to have played a role in catalyzing the removal of this pernicious toxin is, is a very exciting prospect. So I yeah, well, I won't have any regrets on uh, when I leave. I'm pretty confident of that. So yeah. uh, and largely it's because we, we've got great people like Charlie that we can support. So we appreciate your contributions and uh, thank you for your past contributions and support. And at the minimum, please have you and your friends and family sign that petition.
1: Good. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Thank you, Dr. Mercola, for what you're doing. The message you've gotten out to millions that we can't possibly reach that you do reach.
0: Well, it's just a privilege to be able to participate in that process. And, uh, you know, ultimately... A lot of people are going to be helped by this work. So thank you for everything you've done. I mean, there's not many individuals in the world who really could have brought it this far. I think it was inevitable to come to this conclusion, but you really catalyze it. You are you are a catalyst, an, an enzyme, an activator that speeds up the reaction considerably. So you probably knocked decades off the process because otherwise it just would have uh, uh, went on for, for for who knows by the end of this this century could have still been going on but it looks like maybe by the end of the decade we'll have it finished
1: let's do it, let's do it. yeah let's do all it. right
0: well, thanks again and we need your support so get out there and help us with the petition and if you can with your dollars to uh, fund the consumers for dental choice